You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Monday. It's the 21st. Thanks for coming back uh, to join us today. I'm back. I'm back. I've been off uh, since Wednesday of last week. Um, and I'm happy to be back. I've got so much to talk about. Um, and it, I just miss being away from the show. After doing it for this long, it's, it's hard to be away. Hard to be away. Tom and Ricky were your hosts, as always. Ricky, good morning. How you doing today? Doing well. Welcome back, my man. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Steadypicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Best bets from myself, Donnie, Ricky, Big John, and the Steady Pick system plays. It's all completely free when you sign up. When you're there, Sportsbook offers on the website. That's the page to go to. It's called Sportsbook Offers Risk-Free Bets at BetMGM and BetRivers for new customers, new accounts only. But again, if you're looking for additional places to bet, trying to grow your catalog, if you will, of sportsbooks, that's the place to do it. Uh, Use the code. Get the promotion. Thank you so much in advance for that. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ricky, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. Um, I guess we'll start here. The most exciting news is uh, Sam Burns comes through for us at 22 to 1, I believe is the number that we had on Sam Burns. Oh, man. Tell me you were watching golf this weekend with college basketball on. Oh, one hundred percent. When you have when you have your guy Neesmith at two hundred and twenty to one in first place heading into Sunday, you know that's what I gotta watch. That's unbelievable, Tom. So he finished what one back? Uh, I think he finished old. Yeah, I think he finished one back at the end of it. But he was never really in contention in the last. You know, on Sunday he. Never really, never really made it a, a competition. Okay, <clears throat> but so you're you're zero point one unit bet on him. If my math is correct, that would have been a twenty unit win. Yeah. My gosh, Tom, I never would have been able to talk about Max Homa again. That would have <laughs> no. been the, that would have been the king. No, you wouldn't have, and and. It's just crazy because I also have, you know, like normally right now I'd feel so happy about a tournament, like a picking a winner, right? I, I had Sam Burns 
20, I think it's 22 to 1 is the number I had. And it's got to be, I got to tell you, it's the worst 22 to 1 I've ever won. It's just like the most uneventful, underwhelming 22 to 1 I've ever won. Because with a 220 to 1 hanging in the wings, this just feels like no big deal. Even though I, I fully know this is a this is a very good win either way. I had two guys in the top three going into Sunday. But my God, I, I I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little disappointed with only winning four units instead of twenty. Hey. A win's a win. You gotta you gotta celebrate the small ones too, Tom. But I shouldn't even say small. I mean it was still not like I picked the nine to one guy at the top, you know, still 20, 20 something to one. Let me see what price I got. Tom, did you give it all away in March Madness? Is what I want to know. Twenty two to one. How did it go? Those, those that are curious. Um, March Madness has gone. I mean, just ugh. I'm going to say horribly. I'm going to say I'm going to use it. I'm going to use the word horribly. I have oh, beaten no. these lines by just so, like, I don't even think I've, I think I went 0-3 yesterday, the plays that I posted. That was a nice 0-3. Um, and, again, those numbers beat the line. My numbers all weekend were beating the line. I was betting them as soon as they were coming out. And it just didn't work out. Survivor pool got killed. Uh, bracket got killed. Well, bracket bracket's okay. But it's just other people. Other people are killing me. I should say. So there's just nothing. Nothing left. By the way, Tom, those suicide pools or whatever. I forgot to get my entry in. I got eliminated. I made it through the first round. I was coming back from Atlantic City on Saturday. Not feeling too hot. Completely forgot about it. And uh, I'm kind of pissed off at DraftKings for just... Don't say like, that. Please, I saw you text this. Please don't repeat that anywhere. No, listen. 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 No. Just hear me out. Just You're going to make out. me very angry, yes, I but I'll let you finish. Tom, I take full responsibility for not getting the pick in, and it's my own fault. But then again, like, I paid to enter. The least they could do is, like, not completely throw my money away and just like automate something. I don't know if, if any other books would have done that or, you know, if it's just shame on you, buddy, your fault. I, I guess think that's how they see it. I think it's just shame on you. But I was upset with myself, Tom. I just had so much going on with the other stuff in March Madness. I completely forgot about it and uh, just tossed it away. Um, it was more difficult and I, I'm just busting on you a little bit, but I do, you know, if the entry gets unfilled out, it's, it, it's a loser. How would you feel if other people forgot theirs and they got lucky auto picking it through the whole thing? Sometimes I think it'd be better than me picking one, but whatever. Um, no, it's valid. That's valid time, but it was much harder. Just a side note on that. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, if you recall, Tom, we almost had a situation in uh, the NFL one where I was in the final week 
holding down a, a paid spot and I almost couldn't get the picks in. So these, yeah, sometimes there's there's alternative reasons with DraftKings, but uh, you're right. That's on me. That's on me. I take it back. Okay, good. Uh, I feel better now. <laughs> um, it was much harder than I thought it was going to be, the Survivor. Like, it was just very difficult because there were so many teams this year that were lower seeds that people had a lot of buzz chattanooga you know that handful don't of even teams. say the team's team tom but those were the kind oh, of teams you're like I, I can't bet against them right like i can't pick my survivor entry against them chattanooga led for 39 minutes and 35 seconds Tom, Illinois had a 25-second lead that entire 40-minute game, and it was the final 25 seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. That game took my soul on Saturday, Tom. <laughs> I went from having a great, lovely time in AC to spiraling after that game. It was uh, unbelievable. That was March Madness at its finest. Truly, truly was. And it just felt like that all over the place. Like yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I was very, uh, did not do all that well. Davidson was a big play for me. That got through just barely because I had plus one and a half, which I don't think was available. Really, I think it was one. So you would have, or I think they were laying one when it closed. So that was one where I, I beat the line really bad and it actually helped me. Davidson over Michigan State. Uh, but overall, oh. just... Just not good. Tennessee on on Saturday. It was Saturday, yeah. Against Michigan, just horrible. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you something really interesting that happened at the in-person sports book and give your take on this because I was pretty heated in that, Davidson, for the reason. Do we have a second? Yeah, please. All right. Explain to me this, Tom. For the love of God, explain to me this. Right before the Davidson game starts, um, myself and someone else in Atlantic City head over. We decide we like Davidson. We head over to the booth where you, you put the tickets in. And I throw in a Davidson money line ticket. And the individual who's with me takes Davidson on the spread. Okay. This is the this is where it gets bizarre. Mm-hmm. This and I'm not going to name the sports book because I don't want to do that. But and just this is this is fucked up. The ticket that I got on the Davidson money line was Davidson minus one twenty five on the money line. OK. Mm-hmm. The individual who placed the bet at the exact same time as me right behind me within four seconds. Got Davidson plus one and a half at minus one ten. How the fuck does that happen, Tom? Well, explain it. That's a why tough didn't one. the guy tell me as I'm putting in my money line ticket that I could get a half for less odds, for better odds? So it was a you laid a dollar twenty five on the money line, but they were plus plus points on this. They were the underdog, and. Yeah, again, maybe this is a pilot error, but again, like it's a packed sports book, Tom. 
I just went up and said, I want Davidson on the money line. I wasn't even really like odd shopping in my head. I just knew I wanted Davidson to win. So I don't even think I looked at the spread, but even so, how could that be? How could you have a minus one? Like, have you ever heard of something like that? I mean, either, and I don't think they can make a mistake though. So I think the, maybe the line moved from when you bet it to when the next guy bet it is literally the only thing I can think of. Yeah, it was weird. And the reason I bring this up, too, is because I realized that betting in person is much different. Not not much different, but in my opinion, you lose a bit of your edge when you're you're betting in person because you can't, you know, if, first of all, if you're limited to just that one book, you got to live or die by their lines. But there's also just like things change, I guess, so quick while you could be in line that it's hard to even know you know, what What number this guy is going to hand you when he gives you the ticket. That's the thing is, like, the only the only stuff I'll bet in person is is tennis stuff, and those lines are not moving, like, a, a Saturday during March Madness. Like, I don't know. That just doesn't even make sense. You're telling me it moved. Davidson was the favorite, and then they flipped to a dog and by probably three points in a matter of a minute. Like, it doesn't really. Not even a minute. No, not even a minute, Tom. That I'm telling you, they were almost put in simultaneously. The only difference is one individual said, I'll take the spread, and one individual said, I'll take the money line. But somehow, this got really fucked up. And it just annoyed me after the fact, because I didn't even care that I lost. I was just like, how did that even happen? How does that make sense, though? Like, that they they made this mistake, or they, I, I don't know. But it, it was really weird, and I... The first thing I thought is I can't wait to talk to Tom about this on Monday because he's going to have an answer, but I don't not. What I would have done truthfully because is like people forget and they think of the sports book as like this big, bad, like, you know, Oh gosh, it's, I would have went up. I'd have asked for the manager. I'd have shown two tickets literally within, if it, truthfully they are within 30 seconds of each other. And I say, Hey, how could this be possible? Did this line move? And they'll talk to you. Like, if you're respectful about it and you're nice, the, the guys will talk to you. They're, I mean, they were busy, so maybe not. But on most times, anytime I've had to go talk to the, the managers at the sports book, like, they're generally willing to sit down and talk to you for, for a few minutes, for a while. Yeah, I probably should have. But I didn't want to be that guy who's like... See, that's anything, the thing. People me, think they're just being felt that like guy. I was, well, it felt like I was bitter about my ticket and I was trying to explain to people I'm actually not bitter about my ticket at all. I'm genuinely confused how this could happen as someone who works in this industry. So, yeah, I mean, you're right, though. I'm sure they gladly would have addressed it and explained it, but yeah, I'm, I didn't take it that far. I mean, I'm guessing I guess the line just moved. That's my only my only explanation is the line moved because it's not like they're punching in the i don't know they're not punching in the odds they're clicking a button on a screen davidson money line okay think of yeah the only thing i can think of because it was actually more than just us two there was a few of us who who got them in and a couple people put them in on the little kiosk machine i did it in like i did it in the line where you go up 
maybe that had something to do with it. But oh, well, you didn't say that. So the one kid, the kid who got the better price, did it on the kiosk, and you did it at the actual window. Yeah, but wouldn't they be like synced? Like, wouldn't why would that have different prices? Is what I'm saying. So, they're both owned by the same sports book and operating from the same software you'd think but either way it's just crazy i think that the takeaway here tom is when you're in person look into this a little bit you know before you throw your ticket in and don't don't be don't let this happen to you yeah i think one of the things with the kiosks you know the limits on them are very very different the kiosk as opposed to in person at the counter those limits are very different, and it wouldn't shock me if the, the prices are a bit different, too. It really wouldn't. You know, when you come, especially on a, a March Madness, you know, huge Saturday, they're, they're trying to protect themselves a bit on the, on, the, um, on the kiosks. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. No good answer, unfortunately. No worries. Interesting stuff, nonetheless. Um, Tom... Aside from uh, college basketball, did you watch any of the UFC stuff this weekend? I n- I did not watch any of the UFC. None of the UFC. Because um, by Saturday night, I was watching, uh, I was watching, you know, the college basketball stuff. So, didn't have time for the UFC. Uh, Mustache MMA did fantastic, though. In case, did. In case he- we're curious. Oh, he he had a huge day. Um, I actually talked to him Friday on the show about some of his picks and the picks that he brought up did really well. But Tom, London and UFC are electric together. Like those fans are crazy. The London fighters are awesome. Um, if there's literally if there's a card this whole year that I would say go back and like watch the main card when you're bored one day. This is the one. All the fights were fantastic. The crowd was electric. Man, it was like, like put it this way, this was on during prime college hoops, and I found myself keep flipping to the UFC. It's awesome. Yeah, it looked like a cool, uh, cool space. Fights were pretty good. Aspinall obviously gets the gets the win, and. Yeah, looked like it looked like a great card. Nice to know that the UFC is still um, staying relevant, even when there's so many other things going on. That they're still able to kind of be relevant. Oh yeah, man. I think I think they probably got a ton of uh, viewership, truthfully, because it was a great card. Ricky, the other uh, thing is baseball. Hmm. In the MLB, there has been, like, I don't think people are talking about this enough, but there has been, like, so many trades, so many signings. Like, it is electric right now. If you've got notifications or something turned on for the MLB on your phone, there has been so many trades, so many signings, so many free agent agent signings, really. And these teams are just changing all over the place. There's teams that are spending money right now um and fill me in really it's a really cool time i won't even have to like 
find a list. Same with the NFL, Tom. Some bombs went off in the NFL this week while all this March Madness stuff was going on. Of Get course. the Sean Watson traded to the Browns. How about that? So much for our Panthers tickets. Shit. Yeah, off to the Browns. And that leaves, you know, where's Baker going to go? The NFL just can't let anybody else have the spotlight, can they? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. But for baseball, sorry to get you off track there, Tom. Is there any significant moves, you know, that are worthwhile touching on? Like, I know you said some big names got moved. Any Anyone, oh, like, off boy. the top of your head? I just tried to pull up a list for this. Um Freddie Freeman, six-year deal with the Dodgers, which is crazy. I hate that. Yeah, me too. Anthony Rizzo, you know, Anthony Rizzo signed with the Yankees. Oh, man, I could do this all day. There's so oh, many. Tom, what? Freddie Freeman's out of the NL East, which is a nice little boost for, or I should say it hurts the Braves a bit, right? For sure, for sure. The heart of their team. Absolutely. Uh, Chris Bryant goes to Colorado. Um, yeah, that's a big one. Just trying to scroll down this list, see if there's anything. There's just so many. It's so hard. Carlos Correa, that was just the other day, or like over the weekend, I think, goes to the Twins. The Minnesota Twins. The Trevor, Twins. Yep, yep, yep. Three-year deal. Trevor Story off to Boston. Corey Seager. Rangers. The Phillies got Schwarber, I saw. Yes, the Phillies got Schwarber, which was wonderful. Um, yeah, four-year deal with Schwarber. It's wonderful. Um, you know what? Really, um, I'm... Uh, I should say intrigued by this year. Who's that? The Colorado Rockies, Tom. I don't know if you recall, but they were like one of the best home teams in recent years last year. Didn't they have like an unbelievable home record and like one of the worst road records ever? I believe you're right. I believe they did. So now they, they go out and they add some pieces to that team. You get a reliable bat in Chris Bryant. You had some young pitching that should be a year better. I'd be whenever we look at win totals, I'm sure that will be in the upcoming weeks. I'm not know. sure they've done enough when I look at like just the stuff that they've signed. Like Chris Bryant is well over the hill. Like I'm not projecting him to have a very good season. Like I don't even think I don't know. Like, he's he's old. Chris Bryant? Tom, he's like 29. Oh, is he, though? I'd like to know. I'd like to look that up. <laughs> Shit, if he's old. I gotcha. And the team that I Chris think, Bryant while you're looking is, that up. Oh, you have it? He's 30. He really hasn't been that good for I don't know. It feels like feels like a long time. Yeah, I'm surprised the Giants didn't keep him. 
maybe the biggest, or not the biggest, but the most impactful trade, free agent signing, et cetera, to happen is probably Jesse Winker, the left fielder from the Reds who gets traded to the Seattle Mariners. And this is a guy that I've had at the top last year of a lot of my projections. You, you remember we talked about Jesse Winker a lot. He he is really good. Like you look at the advanced stats and he is probably a top 5 like hitter in the MLB. I know that sounds ridiculous cuz a lot of people don't even know who Jesse Winker is, but you look at it, the advanced numbers, he's up there with the best the best hitters in the league. I think he's going to have a massive year. I actually think the Mariners are they, you can call me crazy. The Mariners are a bit of a sleeper team to make the playoffs and make it interesting. I'm not saying that the Mariners are going to beat, uh, roll through the playoffs and win this World Series. But I think if there's a team you want to look at that you might be higher on that no one else is, I think it's the Mariners. I looked at their win totals on BetMGM. They, had, they were like 87 wins. That felt like an awful lot still. I mean, I'm not sure if I could bet the over there because that's what I was looking for. Let me tell you something about that Mariners team. They have this one pitcher. His name is Chris Flexen. Mm-hmm. Last season, every single time this guy pitched, he was a dog. Nearly every time he pitched, he cashed. It was He was one of the most profitable pitchers I've ever that I can recall in an MLB season, Tom. I remember we were on the him a lot. We were on him a lot. Yeah, we bet him a ton and just never got respect the whole season. And, uh, you know, I want to find the Chris Flexens of next year early because if you just rode that wave the whole way, man, you wouldn't have had to bet anything else in baseball. You could have just found a couple pitchers like that that were undervalued. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the, I think the Mariners, you know, look at that rotation with Flexen in it, Gilbert, Gonzalez, Robbie Ray. And they should be set up for a pretty a pretty decent season, all things considered. I've got to think. They got Robbie Ray, too? They did. Yeah. And they have Adam Frazier. Um, they have Adam Frazier. That's a very good team. Shortstop, they have J.P. Crawford. You remember him? Yeah, he never really, like, became, I feel like, what... The Phillies, remember, they held on to him for all those years, yep. wouldn't include him in any of the deals. Was he... Yeah, I think he's actually a pretty good player. But So the Mariners are kind of a team that I, I think are going to be a little bit underrated um, again this year as they were last year. So I'm just so excited for baseball. Spring training's kind of underway. The season starts in a few weeks. I'm just really, really excited to get baseball back um, and hopefully start to phase out some of the other things that I've been betting. You know, hopefully we can get to a point where we're just betting tennis and baseball. And I think we'll be on a, on a track, you know, again, this is why they warn you about college basketball. Don't show up come tournament time and want to bet everything against the number 
it's just not going to work. This is why everybody warned you. We did too. We still did it. And um, didn't, I wouldn't necessarily say it worked out. Yeah, let me tell you something about the wake up and wager, boys. March Madness, we are not doing great. We are not doing great uh, between the three of us. We actually got a little put in the back seat this weekend for the first time in a while, you know, and I think we'll turn it around. I have confidence, you know, in our approach here that we're just hitting a little bit of a, a tough part of the deck, but. I don't know about you. I will continue to fire throughout this tournament. Um, really shocked that Texas didn't get it done yesterday. I saw Purdue shot like 45 free throws. Mm. Damn. That that was a pick time that I uh, contemplated like hitting pretty hard when I saw everyone lined up on it. I didn't see actually anybody who liked Purdue that, you know. Well, that's always a warning sign too. You know, Purdue is one of those teams that just everybody wanted to look to bet against or be against or, oh, that defense is so bad, that sort of stuff. So I don't even think it – it's just – I don't know. Yeah, tough team. Texas Tech wins by six, had them by seven and a half. They were way up, and then they were losing at one point. Wisconsin had them on the money line. They lose their – stud guard in the first half and just don't look right the rest of the game. That was a tough loss. Um, Miami for the steady pick system. That was a really good pick. I ended up taking that. They killed Auburn, Tom. Mm -hmm. That was surprising. So, what else did we have? I had to play on Nova. Nova. They look good. Either way, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Tournament time is is crazy. Um, so I'll probably, you may not see me post. I, the Miami Open starting in tennis. We're going to focus that. We're going to get our stuff ready for baseball um, or finish getting it ready, if you will. And I'll probably, I'll follow the tournament, of course. But I think the days of betting the tournament are behind me at this point. We heard that before with the NFL, Tom. <laughs> Only to have you come back and fire. Yeah, but it's not It'd like the NFL. Thing here. It is not I like know. the NFL. Oh, man. Well, we got some time off. We got four days to, to move on here and get our heads right. Wonderful. Um, okay. Other things today. Oh, I, think that's, I think that's what we want. I do have some tennis plays to end the show out here. If uh, if anyone's interested in a tennis play or two, what do you say? Right? Way. You like it? All right. Uh, two plays today, both even money dogs. I suppose Storm Sanders plus a hundred and Alexandra Krunik plus a hundred. Those are the two tennis plays today. Plus a hundred, plus a hundred. This is the Miami Open qualifiers, so we didn't. We're not at the full tournament proper quite yet. Uh, that'll start tomorrow, but the qualifiers are today. Good luck with those. Um, I have both of them being favored by 
dollar twenty ish. So enough value there. If they if they do fall to a slight favorite, you still have time to to jump in and get those. Steady picks radio. Um, Wait. Oh, go ahead. You got something else? Yeah, I got one final note. Just regarding our uh, anybody who listened into the show last week and threw in some Panthers tickets, don't hold, or I should say, don't don't be so quick to throw those tickets away or think you made a bad bet. I think there's a good chance that the Panthers are going to land a QB, whether it be Baker Mayfield, one of the top guys in the draft, or maybe a wild card. So I still want to want to double down on that statement that the that the Panthers will will get a QB here. Um, so yeah, just want to firm up on that, Tom. And it makes it a lot harder, right? When even if they do get a quarterback, it's not going to be who we wanted or who we think can push them over the edge. So, I mean, the vet does it lose some value? Yeah. A little, but hey, we'll, a we'll take a rejuvenated Baker Mayfield. Mm. We'll take it. We'll take it. I guess. Steady Picture Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. Good luck with the plays today. Good luck with the tennis picks. Good luck otherwise. We'll be back tomorrow. Steady Picture Radio, wake up and wager. <laughs>